All right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to Smoke and Mirrors. I'm Shativa. And let's get in this thing. We had a short break now, but uh, let's get to work. Um, prayer. How is your prayer and fasting life? You know, when's the last time that you've gone on a fast? Do some of y'all even know what a fast is? You know, you probably heard of it. Oh, you don't eat for so many days, you know? Things of that nature. But uh, what does a fast really consist of? And is it just food that you have to give up? You know, could it be something that, you know, I really take, you know, TV time? Um, (laughs) Social media, phone time, you know, things like that. That that all can, can consist of fasting. It isn't just I'm giving up food. You know, I've given up. I've given up talking on the phone for a few days. I've given up watching TV for days at a time. I've given up uh, food for days at a time. I've given up junk food for days at a time. It's just certain times that I've overindulged in. That's what I'm giving up because I'm going to overindulge in you now, Lord. Like I'm fixing to, I'm about to give you all that time, you know. And then when you come off your fast, don't go back to overindulging. Just put that out there. But, uh. Anyways, you know, when's the last time that you've gone on a fast? And, you know, I, as y'all know, you know, I pray about what to speak on. What do I talk about, Lord? What is it that we need to hear? What is it that you want your daughters and sons to hear? You know, because I don't know who listens to this, but you do, Lord, and you know what their need is, you know, um, I don't know what's going on through their, you know, through their lives or in their lives or whatever. But God, but God does, you know, so um, I'm going to pray, pray us in this thing. Um, Holy Spirit, I pray that you have your way. I thank you for this word and use me as your willing walking vessel, Lord. Um, I do. I thank you for this word, Father. And let's get into this thing. So. <laughs> when I'm going to use my kids for an example and I have two younger kids uh, Journey and Jordan and you know when I'm going somewhere when I'm going to work or something you know kids have their chores everybody has their chore and when it comes to the two younger ones they know what their chores is and Journey it's not even an hour after I left the house and she was already trying to do her chore. You know, her chore is washing the dishes. And after she washed those dishes, don't mess up those dishes. Don't touch a dish. Like, she's already done it for the day, right? But my son, his chore is throwing the trash. And he's the type that will wait until he hears the car pull up. And then he wants to run and go throw the trash. You know? And... I wanted to talk about preparation, you know, preparation is, is being ready. It's making ready. It's the state of being prepared, you know, and why do we prepare? You prepare because first of all, it it reduces errors. It can reduce your stress, you know, reduce your stress. Um, when you're ready, you're confident and you have less to worry about. Fasting and praying is how you prepare. Uh, it's a major key of expectancy when it comes to God, you know. I want to talk about 
turn your, I don't know if you have your Bibles, I was about to say turn your Bibles, <laughs> but I'm going to be reading from a chapter, uh, Matthew 24, starting in chapter 36, okay, and it says, I'm going to read at the NIV version. It says, however, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the son himself. Only the father knows when the son of man returns, it will be like it was, it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and partings and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns, but what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master won't be back for a while. I can hang out and party and go to the club, do what I want to do, you know, um, and he, verse 49, and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. And that place there will be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. You know, he's talking about hell right there. <laughs> but um, in verse 44, in verse 44, it said, uh, you also must be ready all the time for the son of man will come when least expected. My kids knew or they know that I'm coming home. They just don't know exactly when I'm coming home. You know, therefore, they're going to get everything ready. They're going to get everything in order. For their sakes, they better, you know. <laughs> but they're going to get everything in order. But uh, that's how we're to be for the Lord. You know, we're supposed to get everything in order. We're supposed to be prepared for Him when He comes. You know, when... We were born into this earth, whether you believe it or not, anything that you have and that's in your possession, you are simply a steward over. You're like, you know, and the servant, he said, watching his home. That's basically what we're doing right now. We're stewards of our kids. We're stewards of, you know, our, our finances, our household. You know, you have a stewardship. And we're supposed to be preparing for when the Lord is coming and nobody knows when the Lord's coming, but we need to prepare, especially in a time like this, you know, uh, 
We definitely don't know when he's coming, but I can tell now, I can tell now with the seasons that we're in and the things that's been going on that a shift has definitely come and we are to prepare where to be ready. And so, you know, my question was, you know, how do we get ready, Lord? Like, what are we supposed to do? And it's by fasting. You know, fasting is an expression. I put everything aside and you are my need. You know, you make me whole. It pulls you closer to his will and it opens you up more spiritually. It gives you clarity. And it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to clear your mind so you can seek Christ without any type of distractions and interruptions. You know, drawing closer to God and seeking his will for you. And not only for you, but like for the church, you know, the people as a whole, we are the church, you know. Also, it's a time when you can go, you know, we're supposed to always come and ask for forgiveness and repent of our sins. I mean, I I do it, <laughs> you know, because we sin on the daily, whether you realize it or not. And you may think, oh, because I'm not doing this anymore, I'm not sinning. But you sin on a daily. We sin on a daily and, um, and so it's also a time of repenting of your sins and asking for forgiveness. You know, fasting is very crucial in your relationship with God. And you're supposed to do it with diligence. Prayer and fasting, it goes hand in hand. You know, I've spoken on prayer before. And it's not just about do you pray or, you know, hey, I'm praying for you. It's do you have a prayer life? You know, it's more than... I go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, maybe sometimes on Tuesdays, you know, but it's, it's, I have a relationship. I have a prayer relationship. Like everything else in my life, you know, I have a relationship when it comes in prayer. I have a relationship when it comes to God and, and it should be better than everything else in your life. You know, that relationship should be strong. Uh, prayer is very in, important in building that relationship and building a relationship with God. It opens your eyes. It softens your heart to know God more better. And by fasting, uh, by fasting, it's, it's, you get to talk to God and get clarity of God. I want to know what you're doing on this earth. And I'm seeking not my will, but your will. And I know that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. So I'm asking you to draw me closer to you. You know, draw me closer to that right now. That is what we need to be fasting for. That is what we need to be in prayer time for. You know, it's time to prepare. So I ask you all to join me on a fast and prayer for this world the people our hearts our minds the spirits of anxiety worry and fear mistrust for that to be broken off of us i bind that in the name of jesus and trust that you are working you know and draw me nearer to your will that is why we need to fast and pray you know i don't usually do <laughs> podcasts on sundays but I had a sense of urgency and I had a, a prophetic dream. And when I woke up, I knew that it was time to be in, in a stance, in a stance of prayer and fasting. I knew that it was time to 
prepare for the Lord is coming because that's the word that I heard. Nobody knows the time or hour, but I know that it's definitely time to start preparing, you know, and for some of us, that may mean simply just changing our ways. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that God's going to come tomorrow. That doesn't mean that he'll be here five years from now, you know, but what if it is tomorrow? What if it is, you know, next week? You know what I mean? So what it does mean is, hey, God's given me a chance to turn my ways for his ways right now. He's He's letting me know that, hey, I'm coming back. It's like if you're, you're throwing a party at the house and your parents are calling you and they're like, hey, I'm on my way home. You know what I mean? Instead of just showing up. That's what God's doing right now. You know, we don't know the time or the hour, but I feel like he's called and he said, hey, I'm on my way. And it's time to fast and pray and seek his will. You know, and if you don't know what to fast or or give up or whatever, you know, did you know that you can pray to God and ask him, Lord, what do I fast? And how many days do I fast? Those are questions that you can come to the Lord and ask him. I've done it plenty of times. You know, I felt an inkling. I felt a nudge like I know that I need to, but I don't know what I need to be giving up. And no trust, he will definitely tell you. Before I close this thing out, I wanted to read you Matthew 6, and I've read it before. But Matthew 6, verse uh, 5, I can't really see this writing. Matthew 6, verse 5, it says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all the reward that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven. I don't like the NIV version, so let me jump to my other Bible. I got them both right here. I like to read out of uh, the King James Version. <laughs> but <laughs> I like to read out of both of them. I study out of NIV because it's so easy to uh, understand. But um, it says, after this manner, I'm on verse 9. After this manner, therefore pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, so that is how we pray. And that is, that's how we fast. Oh, let me, I didn't even read the part about fasting. I'm tripping. As <laughs> jumping down, or I'm just going to read, go ahead. And it says, and if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. 
And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled, so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father, who knows what you do in private. And your father, who sees everything, will reward you. It's time to get in a stance, y'all. And that stance is of prayer. That stance is of fasting. That stance is of God. I don't know what you're doing, but I want to know what your will is. And I'm asking you to draw me nearer. And... um that's what we need to be doing so i'm gonna close us out um holy spirit lord we thank you for your word lord we ask that you draw us nearer to you um let your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven father i pray a protection over our minds father a protection over our hearts i pray for healing over our minds over our hearts lord and i just pray for this world for the confusion and the anxiety and the things that are going on within each other's minds lord and heavenly father lord i thank you for this word i pray that we come into agreement with it that we bind it and we send it up to you heavenly father thank you in jesus heavenly name we pray amen